Welcome to the Real Estate Syndication Show. Whether you are a seasoned investor or building a new real estate business, this is the show for you. Whitney Sewell talks to top experts in the business. Our goal is to help you master real estate syndication. And now your host, Whitney Sewell. Hello, thank you for joining us today. If you are looking to raise capital, today's a show for you. I have an expert uh, that's going to teach us how to talk to people about using their IRAs and 401ks to invest uh, passively in syndications. Um, today we have Bernard Reese. Bernard, can you tell us a little bit about your background and uh, how you got into this specific niche or expertise? Be glad to, Whitney. I am a CPA. But the background, both on the corporate and personal uh, side of accounting and finance, one of the things that I observed as a CPA is people having a setting up tax advantage vehicles, IRAs and 401ks for the tax benefits, but then not maximizing the investment side of these vehicles. So come tax season, uh, we would advise people set up an IRA, contribute to a 401k, it'll help your tax return. Uh, but then the money may have just sat there or they'd be inevitably be approached by, approached by a financial advisor who would take that, take a commission and put it in some mutual funds, which more likely than not underperformed the market. So we were looking for a solution that would give people the tax benefits and give them the ability to control the investment outcome and direct it where they'd like to. Uh, real estate is a very unique space. Uh, very distinct from the stock market. Stock market can be a great place, but there's no reason why folks shouldn't be able to take advantage of all the real estate benefits inside of their IRAs and 401ks. Give us a brief uh, definition of IRA, 401k, the difference. Uh, and most people, most listeners are going to know that, but just in case, give us a brief definition of those. So the key to remember is that IRA stands for Individual Retirement Arrangement or Individual Retirement Account. IRAs come in many flavors, but fundamentally, they're accounts that belong to a particular individual. Uh, whereas 401ks are belong to a group of retirement plans called qualified plans. Qualified plans are sponsored by a business. In order to create a 401k, you've got to have a business. A business does not have to be a huge enterprise. It doesn't have to be an S-Corp, a C-Corp, or an LLC. A business is just a trade or business where there's business activity and there's profit. So on the 401k side, where we're able to give people the greatest investment and tax flexibility is using a solo 401k. Solo 401k is a 401k plan designed for a business that does not have full-time employees other than the business owner, uh, partners and spouses of partners and owners. Uh, so in plans like that, we can give them complete flexibility. They can get $55,000 of tax deductions per participant. They can invest in real estate without any of the compliance burden that we associate with 401k plans. Uh, anybody that participates in a 401k plan at work they may see the front end and the back end of those plans, there's a lot of compliance. There's annual testing uh, to ensure the plan is compliant. If you only have owners participating in the plan, that burden is not there. So you get all the benefits and even more than the benefits you can get in your corporate plan without any of the headache. 
Wow. Thank you for clarifying that. And tell me, you know, as a syndicator, you know, I need to be able to speak to uh, someone who maybe has invested in their IRA or 401k for many years, but but they don't have an understanding of, of real estate investing. Maybe they like the thought or the idea. Uh, and I need to be able to speak to them and educate them on on those benefits. What are some key things that I can talk about and explain to them so they understand uh, why it's beneficial to them? That That's a great question. And that's something that's important for syndicators to be able to do because there are more than $25 trillion inside of retirement accounts. So that, that's a, just an astronomical number. Uh, to give you some context, context that's greater than the U.S. national debt. Wow. And that's a big number. <laughs> so the ability, the ability to tap into those funds uh, can be really powerful uh, for real estate investors and syndicators. The, we've got a great page on our website. I don't want to get too technical on this. Um, there are some great links there that will cover in greater depth uh, what I give you now. And the idea is within the stock market, uh, the stock market is, is an efficient place. You've got millions, hundreds of millions of investors throughout the world that are analyzing every security. These are publicly traded. Uh, there's really nothing that you can do to improve the outcome. Uh, scholars and Nobel Prize winners have con- continuously demonstrated that the stock market is not a place where you can do anything to influence the outcome. If you want to be in the stock market, just put your money into a passive index fund and just ride the waves. It'll go up and down over time. It'll have lots of volatility, but don't try to do anything more than that. Don't even try to influence the outcome. Real estate markets are inefficient. Uh, there's an opportunity for somebody that knows a market, uh, that knows a deal, to put something together that will far outperform what you can do in the stock market. In real estate, you can influence it. If you've got a syndicator who's a real estate pro, knows his markets, knows how to put the deals together, knows how to do value adds, knows how to find properties, uh, you can just get far better returns. That's one side of it. Uh, the other component of it is you may be looking for diversification. You don't, if you put your funds in the stock market, comes, uh, you know, you're just going to ride those ups and downs, and it can be a, a pretty wild ride. When you invest, you're looking to have an asset that's non-correlated, that don't necessarily go hand in hand. So when your stock portfolio may go down, you want to have another asset that's not going to follow that directly. So real estate and the stock market, there is some correlation, but they're not directly correlated. So it provides a great diversification benefit to smooth out that bumpy ride. How does, how does my age affect how I would invest with my IRA or 401k? Uh, it, it affects it in, in a few different ways. Uh, one, and, and it depends very much on your overall financial profile. So somebody that's, you know, above, that's approaching age 70, inside of a traditional IRA, they're going to have to take required minimum distributions. So they're going to have to take some money out of that IRA each year, not a whole lot, but a, a chunk of that's got to come out each year. Uh, so they've got to think about that when they make investments. They have to have the liquidity to be able to take out that piece of the pie every year. And from a broader financial planning perspective, uh, you want to be thinking, all right, how am I, when do I want to tap into these funds? Am I approaching retirement? Uh, do I want to use these? Um, if you're approaching the point at which you want to leverage the actually 
use the funds for personal expenses, uh, then you then you want to have that liquidity. But I would say uh, a key thing, uh, and I view this perhaps as a CPA a little differently, there is a financial planning component to IRAs and 401ks. I view them more as a tax tool. You may have many ways to plan for retirement. The IRA or 401k is only one component of that, uh, and it doesn't have to be your a component of your retirement planning per se. Cash flow real estate is the best retirement plan possible. It's passive. If you invest in a syndication, those checks come in the mail. You get that cash flow, uh, and you get that without an IRA, without a 401k. So it's it doesn't have to be about your retirement planning. It's more a tax tool. You want to get your tax deduction, and then you want to be able to invest inside of that vehicle with all the tax advantages. So IRAs and 401ks, not only can they give you a tax deduction up front, uh, for all the time that you're investing inside of the IRA and 401k, you're not paying taxes on that. And, and that allows your returns, your investment returns, to compound and grow at a much faster pace. So you want to do, or may want to do as much investing as you can inside of an IRA because your investment growth is going to be, is going to compound much faster. Mm. Think of it this way. You know, Albert Einstein said, uh, supposedly said, compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world. Mm. It's about the growth, how rapidly and quickly you grow. Um, and those expenses that place a drag on your investment returns uh, over the long run, those cost you a small fortune. So each year, if you pay 30% tax on your investment return, it's not just that 30% that year that you paid. You've got to think about the next year, you're losing, you could have had returns on that 30%. And the subsequent year, returns on the returns of that 30%. So there's an incredible opportunity cost, an incredible cost um, on your investments that you lose when you pay those taxes every year. So you want to invest inside of a tax advantage vehicle that keeps those returns growing and compounding at an accelerated rate without the drag and impact of taxes. Mm. What's the most common questions that, that you hear investors have uh, when thinking about using their IRA to invest in real estate? First, they're just blown away. I can do that. Do you mean I can put the money into real estate? Um, and then there are some folks though that really have to just get comfortable with the idea of investing in real estate. And one of the things that retirement accounts are great for is actually giving them their ability to get acquainted with real estate. For some folks, they have, that's where they've got their capital locked up. They've been putting money in there each year because they were told that's the right thing to do. It's good for them. And that's where their investable funds lie. And they want to get into real estate. And they want to learn about real estate. But getting into real estate uh, needs capital. And it needs, you've got to learn um, and observe. You need experience. It's not a game for the folks that don't, you know, the, the newbies and the novice, they can learn. But they've got to learn from the pros, from syndicators. And the way to get in on the action is to actually begin investing in one form or another. So the IRA and 401k, you've got those funds in there. You can leverage those to get into real estate. Once you're in real estate, uh, the sky's the limit. Mm. You're not restricted to using your IRA and 401k, but it's a great way to test the waters, a great way to get in on the action. What's the biggest problems you see investors making using their IRAs to invest in real estate? It's, I would say, I don't say 
there's no problem that I qualify as a big problem. I think the education is important. People have to know there are some rules they have to be aware of when they use the IRA and 401k to invest. Uh, one thing that one of the things that we focus on uh, is checkbook control, which is taking uh, the IRA and 401k funds and actually giving them to people inside of a bank account. Uh, so that keeps the, that gives them total flexibility and total control uh, while still maintaining the tax advantages, keeping it within the framework of the IRA 401k. And we're dealing with several instances now where folks, uh, they're kind of on the offense. Should I set this up? Should I not set this up? And then they've got a deal to fund. And they say, all right, let's do it. And then they're scrambling uh, at the 11th hour to fund the deal. It's important to have an investment strategy, but you also want to have this vehicle set up with enough time to fund your deal. If your deal has got to be funded tomorrow, uh, you've got to give yourself a couple of weeks uh, to be able to get everything in place to get your deal funded um, on time. I, another thing they observe is, and unique to the syndication space, syndicators really, uh, it's a real nuisance, a real pain point to get the funds uh, from the IRA. And, and I, I think to explain what the pain point is and how we're able to resolve that uh, requires a bit of context for how exactly do you do this? How do you, all right, you're telling me I can get my IRA 401k money into real estate, but what are the actual steps? What's the process whereby that's done? Can I call, get on Schwab or Vanguard or Fidelity and say, um, you got any real estate deals for me? Uh, that would be nice, but that doesn't work. So what, how does it actually play out? So the way it's gotta work is, uh, and let's focus on the IRA space first. The IRA space, IRAs according to the tax law, require a custodian of some sort, whereas 401ks don't, so the process there is a little different. So beginning with, four, with IRAs, somebody may have an existing IRA, Fidelity, E-Trade, Vanguard, Schwab, or many of the other wonderful brokerages that are out there. Um, great brokerages, great options, uh, and as long as you're, you want to confine yourself to investing in mutual funds and stocks and bonds, that's a great place to be. But the Fidelities of the world will not allow you to invest off their platform. You go to Fidelity and get an IRA, that's free. They want everybody to set up IRAs for free. And the reason for that is they have investments to sell you. Uh, some of those investments are investments that are funds that they own and manage. Other those, others are funds from which they get various kickbacks and fees. Uh, and then each time you execute a trade, that may be a fee for them. So they give you a free IRA in exchange for using the investments that they provide. Well, what happens if you want to do an investment that they don't provide? So for that, uh, there's a world of custodians out there that don't provide investments. Fundamentally different business model. These are self-directed custodians. They don't provide investments. They'll charge you a fee for maintaining an IRA, uh, and they have to do that because they're not making any money on your investments, and they'll let you allow you to invest in an asset that you identify, and they manage the investment for you. They administer the investment. And in that model, each time, suppose you identify a real estate deal, you submit paperwork to them. 
they process the paperwork, they review the paperwork, and they cut the check um, to that investment sponsor or that asset, whatever it may be. Uh, real estate is definitely the most popular investment, uh, but it can be a whole range of things, cryptocurrency, precious metals, it can really be almost anything. Now in that model, uh, in a, a deal sponsor, a, a syndicator, they've got paperwork to process. All right, they've got to get you over to a custodian, they've got to submit paperwork to the custodian. If those T's aren't crossed and those I's aren't dotted, the paperwork can get kicked back. Custodians may not process the paperwork in a timely manner. So you never know if you're gonna get the funds that time on time. And there are fees associated with each of these transactions. So there's a bit of a, an obstacle to investors getting on board. Hey, I'm gonna pay all this money to get in on your deal, but each time we do this, I'm gonna pay some more money. And that's been a pain point for syndicators that we've been dealing with. So what we've introduced, uh, what we focus on with our clients is what's known as a checkbook control IRA. And we take the money away from the custodian. We marginalize the custodian. The custodian's gotta be there in the background, but we kind of take the custodian out of the picture and provide the money to the IRA owner in a bank account. And then they just fill out the paperwork on business as usual. Uh, and the way we do that is we tell the custodian, uh, and we work with many custodians in the space, we're not making real estate investments. We're not making 10 different investments here. We're gonna make a private equity investment. We're setting up a specially structured business entity and the IRA is going to invest in that business entity and all the IRA money will be transferred to the bank account of that business entity. Well, guess who controls the business entity? It's the IRA owner. So now they've got their IRA money in a bank account from which they can write checks, they can ACH, they can wire, they can even have a debit card. Uh, so therefore, when they've got a deal to fund, they just write that check. You've got paperwork, they just fill out the paperwork and it's done. No need to bother uh, with the custodian each time you want to fund, um, each time you want to cut a check back to the investor, it just goes right back to that bank account. They want to invest another deal, you're a syndicator. You'll have multiple deals going on, multiple offerings. Uh, you may have, you know, they want to put more money into that deal. Okay, they just write that check. As a uh, passive investor, uh, can, I, can I only invest passively with my IRA? So it, it probably helps to define a bit what you mean passively. And the answer is you can, def you can invest in only any, almost any kind of business. So that can be an active business as well. It doesn't have to be a passive kind of investment. But what you don't want to do uh, is when you invest in, in, a, uh, in a real estate, let's suppose it's not a syndication, because if you're putting it into syndication, uh, you're really being, you're passive. Right. But suppose you're gonna do a direct real estate investment. You're gonna go buy a house uh, and, and rent it out. You don't want to be the one actually doing if the house needs some rehab work, you don't want to be doing the painting uh, or installing the HVAC. You can manage that. You're going to find the contractors. You're going to find the electrician. You're going to pay them. You're going to direct the operation, but you shouldn't actually do any work that we, we call contributes sweat equity that increases the value of the asset. And, and I'll explain a bit. Think about this. Your IRA is supposed to has a limit. You can contribute five and a half thousand dollars per year to your IRA. 
suppose I bought a house, you know, by this point between 401k rollovers or years of accumulating money in my IRA, I've got $80,000 in the IRA. And I go and I buy a house with that. And then that house needs some rehab work. So rather than hiring somebody to paint it, I go paint it myself. Suppose that, and I do the electric work, I do the HVAC, I do the plumbing work, I'm a handy fellow. I have just increased the value of my IRA by several thousand dollars without actually putting money into it. I didn't put any dollars into it, but I increased the value kind of through a back door. Well, you're not supposed to use that back door. Mm. Uh, that's breaking the rules. Your IRA contributions are, can only come in the form of $5,500 contribution. It's got to be cash, which you contribute each year. Of course, you can grow your IRA by rolling over. If you had an employer 401k, you can roll that over into an IRA, and this way you can have more money in your IRA. But new funds have to come from cash contributions. Uh, you can't utilize that uh, plumbing, electric, uh, rehab work for you to increase the value. Wow. I know you've sure given me a, a good education today on investing in our with IRA, Bernard. Unfortunately, we're we're going to be out of time, and um, I hope that uh, all our listeners have have learned a lot. And we will ha- have Bernard back on uh, as soon as we can to dig a little deeper uh, into this subject because it's so valuable uh, to our business. And I hope you will go to our website and and even submit questions that you would like to ask Bernard so we can put them on the show and uh, help everyone in that way. Uh, Bernard, thank you so much for being on the show today. Whitney, it's been great to be with you. It really is a great topic. I love talking about it. And there really is so much more to discuss. I look forward to those questions and to getting them answers. Thank you, Bernard. I hope everyone will subscribe and uh, leave a review to help us out. And we will talk to you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Real Estate Syndication Show, brought to you by LifeBridge Capital. LifeBridge Capital works with investors nationwide to invest in real estate, while also donating 50% of its profits to assist parents who are committing to adoption. LifeBridge Capital, making a difference, one investor and one child at a time. Connect online at www.lifebridgecapital.com for free material and videos to further your success.